Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 216 of the Motorcycle Men Podcast and another interview for your listening pleasure. Hey, the Motorcycle Men Podcast is brought to you by Tobacco Motorwear for the best American-made Kevlar line selvage riding jeans, shirts, jackets, and graphic tees and accessories. Go to Tobacco Motorwear at TobaccoMotorwear.com. There's a special link just for Motorcycle Men listeners who want to order from Tobacco Motorwear in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Men website homepage. Or you can call them at 747-666-5741 and tell Dave and the crew that the Motorcycle Men sent you. Make sure you use that coupon code MOTOMEN when ordering. Scorpion Helmets. And for the last 15 years, Scorpion EXO has been dedicated to offering high-quality, innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. Some of the world's best helmet and apparel designers spend countless hours developing and testing Scorpion EXO products to ensure that each and every Scorpion EXO helmet and garment will surpass user expectations. So to learn more, you go to scorpionusa.com. And Shinko Tires. Whether if you are riding a sport bike, scooter, off-road, dual sport, or cruiser, Shinko Tire has a tire to suit your needs and riding style without breaking your bank account. So if it's time for tires for your bike, think Shinko. Go to shinkotireusa.com and make sure you tell them that the Motorcycle Men podcast sent you. The Motorcycle Men Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. If you would like to help out and be part of something that actually makes a difference, donate today to David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. Links will also be in the show notes. And the Gold Star Ride Foundation is helping families of fallen soldiers and making a difference in the lives of those left behind. If you'd like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, Go to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. Now, as you know, each year I attend the Progressive International Motorcycle Show at the Jacob Javits Center here in New York City. I go not to just hang around the Harley-Davidson floor as you might think, but I go to introduce myself to the many other motorcycle companies there as well as hundreds of other motorcycle-related products and vendors and services that make themselves present at each of these events. Uh, For me, it is a learning experience and one I look forward to each year. And with regard to learning, my guest today is going to tell us about what attendees can expect at this year's shows around the country, especially for those new to motorcycling and those who want to learn Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 216. Well, thank you very much for joining us this evening. And joining me all the way from the lovely state of Colorado in that little tiny town called Denver is Lauren Lloyd with the Progressive International Motorcycle Show. Lauren, welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'm glad you can make it. Now, Lauren... Why don't you explain to us what you do briefly and, well, let me ask you this. Do you ride? So I used to, back in the day, um, I used to dirt ride, dirt bike pretty exclusively when I was back in Oregon, but have to admit it, it's been a while. I need to get back on the horse. Um, And it's it's funny that you should be part of the International Motorcycle Show and you don't ride. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, it was a it's something I definitely want to get back into, and you know, being a part of the show is really getting my you know. Oh, that must drive you. Back. It must drive you crazy. <laughs> It it does it does and being back in Denver I just moved here um, not too long ago so it's a perfect place to get back at it. Oh, Colorado's awesome! Now, oh, yeah. so why don't you tell us briefly what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm on the PR team supporting the Progressive International Motorcycle Show, and um, so what, what it is is it's a nationwide tour spanning eight cities, providing enthusiasts and consumers an opportunity to interact with the latest models on the market, uh, brand new accessories, merchandise, you name it. Um, and we actually added a new stop this year in my hometown here in Denver. So we're expanding our reach and uh, really further supporting the growth of this wonderful industry and the sport. Now, did they drop a city? No, we didn't. Uh, we just added one. So, so you just added Denver. Year- yeah, we did. Yeah, so we stopped. The tour actually starts in Long Beach. Um, the uh, the tour kicks off November twenty second, and so we start in Long Beach. Uh, we go to New York, Dallas, Washington D.C., Denver, um, Cleveland, Minneapolis, and Chicago. Oh, that's really cool. That's cool that you added yeah. another scene. Now, since we already got into the whole thing about the show, uh, with regard to the event itself, the vendors that are coming here, is are there new vendors attending this year that maybe weren't there last year? Um, so we, I mean, we have your, your, you know, your OEMs. Um, we have like Kawasaki, we have Harley Davidson. Um, we have all of your big names, but I mean, something that we really pride ourselves on is having just a plethora of like aftermarket brands. Right. Um, and what we really like, where we like to have a lot of new brands is in our activation called Shift. And um, so that'll be just some of your more smaller, your more lifestyle focused brands. Mm-hmm. And uh, we revolve those. We have a, a, a brand new selection of, of brands each year in that area. So, um, attendees that went last year will see a fresh face in the shift area. All right. Now, all these shows, these eight uh, cities that you're going to, which of these eight cities uh, are having demo rides? Um, So we're going to be having demo rides in in Long Beach this year. Um, So right now we have Kawasaki and um, Indian, um, but, you know, so it's the perfect city to have demo rides, right? You know, course, it's sunny yeah. out, it's nice, um, and it's a great kickoff to the tour. So you don't want to have any demo rides in Minneapolis in January, correct? <laughs> <laughs> oh, only for the bold and the brave. <laughs> this is true. Now, so each year, so each year the show expands, and uh, um, and so it's like this year. Do we, what? Is there anything new? Oh, we're going to get into, of course, the, the other the discover the ride thing in a moment. But is there anything new aside from that that attendees can expect this year? Yeah. So, I mean, as you mentioned, we're going to get into discover the ride and kind of the evolution of that. But um, you know, attendees are going to be able to have a stunt show at a few of the of the stops. So, I think that that's something that is oh, super okay. exciting. We're going to have. Yeah. I mean, so we have what, what's really important to us with the show is to make sure that, yeah, you can see all the models and everything, but there's an opportunity to interact, right? And that's where Discover the Ride comes in. Um, and then we also want that excitement, you know, the 
so the stunt show from XDL, um, they're expanding upon their presence last year, which was the wheelie machine. Right. So they're going to be that and then the stunt show as well. So oh, that's okay. really exciting. So mm-hmm. now last year, uh, the International Motorcycle Show introduced Discover the Ride. Mm-hmm. And now how closely did the uh, motorcycle show work with Robert Pandya, who I believe was like the the starting point of the whole thing? How, how much did you guys work with him to make it such a success uh, for this year? Yeah. yeah, so we worked really closely with him. He was actually the team manager for Discover the Ride. So when attendees would get to the show, you know, he was the one, the face that was there really helping guide them through the process, Um, especially he was really important for those new riders at that touch point, you know, that really had a lot of questions, um, you know, as to the whole process, as to uh, training, um, as to training courses to take, you know, once they got off the zero electric motorcycle, um, you know, what do I do now? Things like that. So he was a fantastic resource for us. Sure. And yeah, exactly. And um, excuse me, and he'll be a part of the show again this year. Okay. So now, now with discover the ride, now you have Mm -hmm. discover the ride next steps. It's a new program that's been added. Why don't you tell us about this program and what potentially new riders can expect? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, you know, let's back up. Um, So Discover the Ride has a lot of educational elements, right? Right. So from getting consumers their first taste of riding on Mm -hmm. the new rider course um, to total control training staff on site. um, And then we even have continued education once they leave the show via New to Two, which is an online platform for individuals new to motorcycling with comprehensive videos, lists of shiftless bikes, live presentations, basically sure. a ton of events, right? Um, so this year, you know, we wanted to take it to the next level in order to better support the growth of the industry. Mm-hmm. And voila, Next Steps was born. So essentially, it is it represents an evolution of Discover the Ride, and it helps get new riders that participated in the Discover the Ride program during last year's tour to get them trained. So, oh, okay. it's, yeah, we're, so we're taking it outside of the show. Um, you know, it's really, it just, it shows our dedication to getting new writers, you know, on two wheels. Um, so it is the first IMS sponsored motorcycle training course where we work together with the Academy of Motorcycle Operation, AMO. And so it's a two day course and it takes place just coming up here in a few weeks in Altadena, California, October 19th and 20th. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, so the, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so now that, so when attendees come, say, to the motorcycle shows now, uh, will the Next Steps program aid them even further into getting their license if they want? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's the goal. So, I mean, this is our first edition of Next Steps. And um, so right now, this is the only one that we have in the works in Long Beach. Um, But, you know, our goal is to really extend this program to each market so that we can further support, you know, these new riders. Just because, you know, Discover the Ride helps riders identify that they want to ride. And then Next Steps breaks down the barrier of actually getting new riders formally licensed. Um, So that's our goal. Oh, I see. So this is a great opportunity for folks who have never ridden before uh, or who want to ride to come to the show and then they can get their training that they need. Uh, is it? Does the Motorcycle Safety Foundation have anything to do with this as well? Are they involved? 
Um, I yes, I believe so. Um, okay. I'm going to have to circle back on that one though. <clears throat> All right. So now, who can participate in the NextX program, and how do potentially new riders sign up? Yeah, that's a great question. So, it's the this edition, as I mentioned, is we we offered this first edition to discover the ride participants that expressed interest in learning to ride during last year's tour. So, as I mentioned, people who were you know taking a survey or talking to Robert Pandia um, afterward, and you know, were really jazzed about it, right? Yeah. Um, and so, what we're going to be doing is during this next tour. Anyone who participates in Discover the Ride and, you know, we connect with them afterward and, you know, they really want to take that next step, which is, you know, getting outside and learning, you know, the proper techniques and um, getting formally licensed. So then, um, you know, we will then reach out to them after the show and, you know, work to set up the Next Steps program in each market. Um, That said, we don't have anything formally set up yet, but, you know, we're going to work out a couple kinks for the Long Beach show and then... uh, roll it out hopefully for all of the other markets. Oh, okay. So that anybody who attends in these, we'll say the colder climates, uh, <laughs> you guys will follow up with them later on to keep their interest in it so that they do attend. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. It have to be a def- after the fact. Yeah. Because I, I, can, I can see people going to this and get, get, getting all jazzed up about the program. And then, you know, a month or two goes by and because it, it's still cold out. And then it just it goes out of their mind. But if you're going to keep on them, you know, not pestering them, of course, but, you know, keep their interest going, then it's a good thing to get them to come back. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, last year when the Discover the Ride program was introduced, uh, that went a long way to get a lot of people who have never ridden before interested in motorcycling. Mm -hmm. And even little kids we're getting on the electric bikes down in there. We're cruising around there and having a blast. And I know a lot of people, a lot of women were getting involved with that too. Now, how will the Next Steps program further that and help the industry? Yeah, so what's actually interesting is, you know, like I said, we're dedicated to taking actions to inspire new riders, right, by sure. creating easily sure. approachable programs. So um, the MIC actually came out with some research about a week or so ago, highlighting the key drivers that underlie this industry. So boiled down, it's that we need to make motorcycling more accessible, more affordable. We need to knock down the barriers and welcome folks. So, you know, within Discover the Ride, we take off pretty much every single one of those, uh, you know, those items. You know, whether it's the new rider course, getting someone actually on, you know, the zero motorcycle um or like you said it's little kids it's just getting people acquainted with that feeling of being on two wheels um we have the kids zone is the greatest thing ever to watch that right in in itself is you know worth coming to the show to watch these little kids rip around have you ever Um, seen any adults try to get in on a little kids thing (laughs) uh unfortunately you can you have to be under 75 pounds but (laughs) okay there you go Um, yeah, I mean, and basically, like I said, it's just, it's just getting people acquainted with that feeling, you know, and, um, and then, you know, another part of it is that continued education, because as you just said, you can leave the show and you can forget about it. Right. Right. Um, but we have that new to two program, which is a platform, which I mentioned is, which is online. So, you know, if you're sitting around at home and 
you know, you're, you're curious about what a, a good bike, what a good starter bike would be for you. Um, that platform has so much valuable information for you. Um, so it's just, you know, that's, that's the goal. It's just getting more people interested and excited and really just jazzed up about it. Do you know how many people attended or, or participate, participated in the uh, Discover the Ride program last year? Yes, I do, actually. Ooh, let's hear um, that. So, <laughs> so we had over 6,800 consumers participate in Discover really? the Ride. Oh, that's Yeah, that's and that great. was... Oh, it was fantastic. And I mean, that was just across the seven um, city tour. And then we also were in the Dallas Auto Show last year. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, those are great numbers for the program's inaugural year. Are you expecting that to go up this year? Absolutely. I hope so. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys have any plans to expand the Discover the Ride and the Next Steps program beyond what they currently are? Yeah, I mean, so we're, we're working on that right now. Um, I think right now, this year, we really want to work on refining what we have. Um, since it was the first year, there's maybe a couple kinks we want to work out. Right. Um, I mean, I think a big one is making sure that once people, you know, go through the new rider course, that, you know, we're then following up with, you know, local um, training schools, local schools that are in their area right there, you know, so that they have actionable next steps. It's little things like that that we just want to refine this year. And then, you know, maybe in, in the coming year, we, we make it, you know, even bigger and better. Would uh, maybe an online sign-up uh, method m make things easier for people who might want to get involved with that? Yeah, actually, that's a really great idea. It's something we can definitely kick around. Because that might encourage people more to say, oh, let me sign up. And at least that gives them a cause or a reason to want to attend this. You know, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people change their minds. I mean, I've, I know, for example, just um, my, my brother's, for example, would like at the last minute, we're going to go to the show and they go, eh, forget it, I don't want to go. You know, mm -hmm. so something like that just might give people more of a reason to attend. Now, as far as it goes for participation by manufacturers, I know that zero is involved with the program. Have any of the other major manufacturers participated or helped with the programs? Yeah, so, um, I mean, Zero is definitely our, our main partner there, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, part of Discover the Ride, like I said, isn't just the new rider course. Right. Um, we had those dinos there where people can, you know, learn to shift gears. Sure. So we had Harley Davidson and Yamaha were a part of that. Oh, okay. um, So that's, an, you know, that's an important education piece as well. Um, so they were a part of the program last year. Um, so, you know, we like to extend it, you know, to other non uh, not just electric, right? right. <laughs> OEMs. Yeah, of course. Now, so, no, you, so you do have plans in place to try to get some of the other guys in there, right? Yep, absolutely. The more, the better. Okay. I mean, I think <laughs> the, 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 mo the most important thing with getting new riders, right, is you know rallying all organizations and all OEMs and just kind of putting our heads together here. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, we definitely see that at our show for sure. Now, have any, uh, well... Uh, we, well, let's let's get back to the, to the International Motorcycle Show itself. Now, in general, have there been any changes to the uh, attendance of the different manufacturers of motorcycle manufacturers, at least? Um, no, not really. I mean, I feel like we have our core group. Um, we're seeing a lot of, you know, we have, you know, like I said, the traditionals. You have your your Yamaha, your your Ducatis, and um, the you know the 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 core OEM. Um, but you know, we have such a wide variety of 
we have like adventure now, um, or brands bringing just a wider variety of their motorcycles, right? Like I said, so we have our adventure, you have your touring, things like that. And so we have dedicated spaces that are not just within the OEM booth, right? So if you're interested in a specific type of motorcycling, then we have various areas throughout the show that are specific to that. So I think that that's honestly where we've seen a lot, most of the growth, um, because we have our core OEMs that they're just expanding the types of bikes that, you know, people or the, that consumers are able to um, interact with on, on the show floor. Okay. Now, as far as goes for the, uh, the accessory vendors, uh, I, that seems to be growing every year. Mm-hmm. Do we have more this year? Yeah. I mean, I think that that's such a huge growth point. I mean, like you just said, it's, I think that, you know, the, like the casual, right. Uh, the, the casual riding wear, right. That that's a huge growth point. Um, you know, the, the really, you know, personalized gear, um, things like that, the really custom leather works. We're seeing so much of that. Um, and then last year in shift, we had, it was like mustache oil. We have like fun, you know, (laughs) we have really fun brands like that. So I think that that's something that we're seeing, like, you know, a definite growth in. Now, one year that I attended a couple of years ago, uh, there was entertainment there. Are you guys doing this at all the shows or is that just periodic? Wait, sorry, what was that? A, a couple of years ago, I had attended the uh, IMS show. I think it was uh, 2016, it might have been. And there was entertainment at the New York show. There was some bands playing. There was, I think there was a um, School of Rock was performing. Are we having anything like that this year? No, we're not going to have that this year. But we're, you know, what, we, like I said, we're going to, ha- our entertainment value is going to be in the stunt show this year. Oh, so we kind of like to mix it up every year, um, to keep it spicy. Okay. Can you tell us about the, uh, the stunt show? Um, I can tell you about it in a few weeks when we announce it officially. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but there is definitely going to be one. There is going to be one this year. There, there is going to be one in select markets. So we're going to have um, the XDL team, the XDL stunt team. They're fantastic. They're a wild crew. I saw them and, last year. Yes, they were great. Yeah, they're so fantastic. And so um, they are a part of Discover the Ride, and they uh, they hosted the wheelie experience. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar. But, you know, you can literally learn to pop a wheelie on the show floor. Yes, I did And um, these guys were so great. They had a – their line was almost out the door. And so they're just expanding their presence. Um, they were, you know, such a big hit. So we wanted to, you know, see more of them on the show floor. So um, they're adding their, their entertainment value there. You know, one of the things I've noticed, I've tended uh, the uh, IMS shows for the last – it's funny. We always say IMS show, but it's not the IMS show. It's the IM show. So we, we got this thing where we're saying the IMS show show, but <laughs> um, with we've one of the things I've noticed I've been attending like seven the past four or five years. What I've noticed is every year the venue is a different size. Now is the, is the venue dictating how much space you guys are going to get? Um, I mean the venue space is pretty much an operational thing, um, and not you know. So I mean that's kind of a yes and no question. Um, it just depends on just the timing of when our contract is, to be sure. honest. Um, and so, yeah, so that's pretty much how that dictates dictates it. Okay. Is Progressive going to have their whole beard thing going on there and the coffee thing? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so we're working with them this year to, you know, to work on what the booth is going to feature this year. Um, Flo's Chop Shop naturally will be there, of course. Okay. Um, the- 
that always adds a fun little entertainment value. You can go get your hair done, go to get an airbrush tattoo. Um, and so they always feature a, a bike too um, in there. I in their had, booth. I had have a heard fun that, uh, that, yeah, that I heard this from a very bizarre source that said that the thought of having food trucks attend the IMS was a, something in the makings. Is there any truth to that? Yeah. So actually at last year's um, Long Beach specifically, there were a lot of, there, there were probably five, six local food trucks. Um, I think we had like seven. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, you know I'm going to have to ask you to repeat that because you were breaking up really badly. Oh, okay. No, no that's no problem. So I asked you about the food trucks and you said, yeah. Yeah. So, um, actually at the Long Beach show last year, we had a handful of food trucks. Um, we had like some ribs and some pizza. Uh, we had a, a nice selection. So we're going to definitely have that again this year. Um, and then hopefully, you know, at a couple of the other stops as well. So we might see food trucks in New York. Mm, maybe. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Because no, <laughs> you know, not for anything. The vendors that they had there giving food, because food is a big deal. You gotta understand that's a big deal when oh, you go to these things. So although there were vendors there, you know, had their wares and they're giving food or whatever, a food truck would have really, really, really been great. So <laughs> let's hope that we see that in New York. That would be nice. Um, so now you're gonna be in. Let's let's go over the cities one more time. Just a uh, show schedule. You're gonna be Long Beach. First, that's gonna be Long Beach first, right? And then you're gonna go to New York, then Dallas, Washington, Denver, Cleveland, Minneapolis, and Chicago. You're closing it out on February 9th, correct? Yes, so, correct. so Denver yeah. is the new kid in town. Uh, what can the folks in Denver expect? Yeah, I mean, so we were in Denver back in 2005, so we have been in this market before, but oh, it's okay. been quite some time. Um, so it's going to feel totally fresh, totally new. Um, we're super excited. I mean, this is a perfect place for the show to you know, to enter because, I mean, there's so many adjacent industries, right? There's snowboarding, sure. mountain biking, there's pretty much everything here. So, I mean, I think that it's going to be a really fun, it's going to be a really fun event. That, um, you know, it's going to have a little bit of a different vibe than some of the other ones. Um, but I mean, we're, we're really jazzed about it. Now, attendance. Now, as far as it goes for last year, do you know what your overall public attendance was last year? Um, yes, we're actually not sharing that right at the oh, moment. What? Uh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Will you release that well, information at all? Um, yes, we are. We're oh, just, okay. we're, it's just not available just yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, well, speaking of public attendance, when can Ooh. the general public attend uh, the shows? Um, so I'm talking about times mostly. What times can they? Yeah. Attend? So on Fridays we we traditionally open at around three o'clock. Okay. And um, Saturday and Sunday we open at nine o'clock. Okay. And they. Uh, what about closing? That's usually nine p.m. Isn't it? Um, I am confirming that really quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be giving out false information here. Oh, I know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we close at, sorry about that. No, it's okay. Oh. Um, here we go. So, um, yeah, we open on Saturdays at 9.30 and Sundays at 10 a.m. 
and we close on Saturday at, and Friday at 8 and Sunday at 5 p.m. And what is the admission price for adults and kids? It depends on the market that you're in. Oh, really? So, so it's going to vary from state from city to city? It, it does, oh. yeah. So Long okay. Beach, I can give you Long Beach is $17, um, but it ranges within a couple dollars from there. Okay, yeah. Definitely. New York is 22 for, or you can buy a two-day admission for 35 Yeah, so, And you absolutely. get a ticket and T-shirt for 30 Wow, I've never gotten a T-shirt. Oh, you should get one. I'm going to have to. You got the long sleeve tees? Oh, that's what I really want. And there's the, we have new logos every single year. They're they're pretty great. All right, cool. I'm gonna see. <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking at it right now. Riders Unite. Is that what? Oh, okay, that's a nice T-shirt. I like that. That's really cool. As if I don't have enough motorcycle T-shirts as it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, always have one more. let's talk about the media tour. Because yes. that's what I will be attending. Now, the media tour runs from an ungodly early hour to roughly noon, and then you guys serve us lunch. So can you tell us a little yep. bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like you said, you know, we're starting nice and early uh, just to, you know, get all of the major OEMs in there. Um, and we're still working on the schedule and who is all participating, but, you know, we're going to have your Harley Davidson, um, Ducati, Indian. Um, Yamaha, we're going to have pretty much everyone, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to end it at Discover the Ride again this year. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to be walking everyone through Discover the Ride, hopefully get people, you know, um, get everyone on some bikes again this year, um, and then maybe do in the wheelie machine, um, and then the show will open. But it'll be, you know, your traditional, you know, walk, uh, you know, go from booth to booth, but... Um, we've been connecting with a lot of the OEMs and we have some pretty, a lot of them are going to be announcing new bikes. And so it'll be the first time oh. a lot of the, I know a lot of them are going to be announcing for the first time in the U S so, or in North America. So oh, it's, no it's going to be mm -hmm. long beach is especially is going to be the first, you know, the, the first touch point for a lot of them. Oh, that's really cool. So yeah. us, us folks here in New York, we're going to be getting secondhand information then. <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> just, just barely. Do you know, what, yeah. kind, what kind of food are you serving us at lunch this time? Um, well, do you have any? What do you like to eat? <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be great is chicken wings. Chicken wings. Yeah, okay. you know, wing, buffalo wings would be great. <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. I love, <laughs> I love buffalo wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you got any celebrities attending this year giving uh, talks, authors, or anything like that? Yeah, so we're actually working on nailing down that list right now. Um, and so we'll be going out with it here in a, in a few weeks. We're solidifying that. But I mean, what we're, you know, especially in Adventure Out, we're trying to have like a really solid list of, you know, of speakers um, that pertain to the adventure arena, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, but, you know, you can definitely, we update our site and our, our site, motorcycleshows.com in real time with, um, list of the speakers. So once we nail down who is going to be speaking, um, we'll, we'll update that site. Okay. So maybe by the time I publish this episode, I'll know more, right? Yeah. Oh, so then what I'll have to do is I'll have to make an addendum to this. Okay. Any last words about the shows and whoever might be interested in attending? Um, no, not really. I mean, just, I mean, we're looking forward to seeing you at the show. Uh, Tickets are on sale now. You can get them at MotorcycleShows.com. And, um, 
we're we're really jazzed for for the 2020 tour. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. It's going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully, you will have tremendous attendance this year. You know, I'm looking thank forward to you. that. Yeah. Um, all right, Lauren. Listen, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the Motorcycle Men podcast. Um, I, I hope you guys have a fantastic show this year. And will, will we be seeing you at these shows? Yes, you will. I will be there. You're coming to New York. I'll be in New York. No way. Okay, I'll yeah. have to. I'll look for you. <laughs> I'll find you. Oh. <laughs> I'll be the guy with the big motorcycle men T-shirt, so it's not a big deal. You'll find me. <laughs> Lauren, I want to thank you very much for being on the show, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in New York. Yeah, you as well. Thank you very much. Okay. It was a pleasure. Thank you for joining me and Lauren Lloyd of the Progressive International Motorcycle Show. You can learn more about the shows by going to MotorcycleShows.com. Links will be in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Men website at MotorcycleMen.us. It's also on the links page. Hey, don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters, YouTubers, bloggers, and vloggers whose links you will find on our links page. All of these media outlets, many more out there, do great things to promote and encourage our sport and our passion. So... From Timbuktu, Chris the Joker, Justin Shoes, and me, Ted Rungway, your host. Thanks for listening to the Motorcycle Men Podcast, where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride,